Welcome back to Composer Quest. I'm your host, Charlie McCarran, a composer here in Minneapolis, and I have a special episode for you this week. I got to talk with a couple of young composers who are from White Bear Lake. Their names are Taylor Eisburner and James Farrell, and they just won a composing contest that was put on by Music Works Minnesota. And you might remember the director of that, Tim Cheesebrow, was on the show. He was episode 19, Crowdfunding a Creative Bender. So yeah, Tim put on this contest, Young Composers Contest, and he's starting with White Bear Lake High School, and he's going to be expanding it out to other schools in the future. So I got to sit down with Tim and Taylor and James, and these two young, talented composers talked about their pieces, what they learned, and they also share some inspiring advice for other young composers out there. So let's go now to our talk. We were sitting outside a coffee shop, so you'll hear a lot of traffic noise, but it was a good talk, so hope you enjoy. I'm here with Tim Cheesebrow and composer winners for Tim's contest that he just put on, James and Taylor. Tim, maybe you could explain what exactly James and Taylor did. Well, we've been trying to uh, develop a contest in partnership with the U of M for uh, about a year, and we decided to try and pilot White Bear this year. The the goal being to get uh, young people writing music. I think a lot of the times there's this perception that writing music is really, really difficult and out of one's grasp, or requires some level of theory that needs a degree behind it or something like that and it's just it's not you know it's not really true if you just sit down and start doing it you'll end up with something really cool which I think we definitely got especially with these two pieces here we were very pleased with what they did and and the the performers the string quartet was as well James and Taylor, maybe you could tell me a little bit about yourselves. Are you seniors, uh, just graduated? Um, I'm a senior, I just graduated, and I will be going to UW-Eau Claire in the fall to study chemistry with a focus in genetics. Cool. And uh, I'm still a junior, or I will be a senior this year, um, and so I'm not really sure of what I want to study yet. Uh, probably something in mathematics, computer sciences. Um, but I'll definitely want to keep music an integral part of my life, and I really enjoy. I really enjoyed this opportunity. Yeah. So, what was the composing process like for you? Were you sitting at an instrument as you were composing, or was it using your computer through Finale? Or? Yeah, I used my laptop because the Finale it'll the program will play back the sounds for you. So I I had a melody in my head and I put it into the computer and I listened to it and then I added parts around it using the computer playback. Cool. I did something similarly. I used Note Flight, which is similar to Finale, but I also, um, to kind of figure out my melodies and counter melodies, I used uh, my keyboard and kind of just screwing around until I found something that I liked. Cool. What kind of things did you learn do- doing this string quartet? I learned a lot about string instruments because I... I'm not a string instrument person, 
but it was a lot of fun pushing myself outside that comfort level because I was like, I have no idea what's going on. And so I just, it gave me a lot more freedom to just kind of go for it because I didn't feel restricted by any previous knowledge. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, before the project, I listened to a couple string quartets like Brahms and some Mozart and just to kind of get a feel for it. But still, I, I kind of felt like Taylor did in the sense of very open and and not sure where to go, but that was a good thing because that freedom gives you infinite possibilities. How did your AP music theory class help out? I'm not even gonna lie, I threw out everything. I knew what a chord was, but that's because I've been a piano player for 12 years. So I knew what sounded good. And I, I went back through the piece afterwards and I was like, this does not make any music theory sense. I enjoyed it, and I've always never been a fan of counterpoint, so I've always kind of been one to just throw it out the window when I have the opportunity to. You know, I kind of find myself returning to it sometimes to make sure that it still works out. I mean, counterpoint is just a nice way to be safe, but I don't like being safe. Maybe you guys could talk a little bit about your pieces. and what, Is there um, concepts that you went with with your pieces, or...? A story behind them or kind of um, mine was titled painful ignorance I, I tried to put a very dark mood onto it with in the middle some hints of possibility and somewhere to go um, but then at the end it kind of falls back because painful ignorance working on while studying for a Spanish final and so it's kind of got like that Spanish feel to it and like I love the Spanish language and I plan on studying abroad there and I love the culture and so I, I tried to kind of explore that style of music and explore that, that culture through my composition and so I found myself like looking for different Spanish flares I listened to a lot of Spanish music and then tried to create my own.
do you think your concepts translated well to this string quartet? I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I, I hope so. I mean, it's kind of hard to tell as a, as the composer, you know. Yeah. You like it because you made it, but... Um, well, I don't know. I, mean, I look at a lot of the stuff I compose and go, well, that was garbage. Well, <laughs> yes and no. I mean... <laughs> don't we all? Yeah, that, that yeah. definitely happens a lot. Um, but, I don't know. If you work at enough and you like the product, then hopefully, yes. I mean, you can't control people's interpretations, but I hope that the message got across. Mm-hmm. We did a one-day session on just kind of like compositional techniques, things like that. I mean, if we were to add another session to come into, let's say, three weeks earlier than we did, what would have been better material to prepare you? session quite helpful because um, you had said to like walk around with a tape recorder like record things on your phone because a lot of the time when I'm working on composing music I'll just be sitting there and I'll hum something like oh that sounded cool and I'll forget it and so I actually did a lot of recording on my phone of me just like walking around my house humming to myself and that helped because then I had those ideas later and I got to just delete what I didn't like and work off of what I did like um, but I think had we had like another session or something talking about the embellishments of music, like the slurs and stuff, because I didn't put, the string players had commented that I didn't put slurs in spots that would have been helpful to notate, but I had no idea that string players used as much slurs as they said they had. Mm-hmm. So like adding kind of the musical markings to be comfortable with instruments that I've never worked with before, that would have been cool, because I didn't know how to add or where to add like, I knew where you would on a wind instrument or, like, in piano music, but I didn't know where that would work in a string piece. Right. I felt pretty similarly with the uh, slurs and, a- and accents and how it'd be nice to maybe have, um, I don't know, like, sound bites or something for how each articulation would sound on a string instrument. For, I mean, because I know how it'll be produced and how it sounds on a wind instrument, but I'm sure it's a little bit different on a string instrument as well as slurs. Um, so that would have been helpful to know ahead of time but I really did also enjoy the, the recording thing because when I go home I have I, I like to just kind of unwind a little bit so I'll pick up my guitar or my trumpet or go to the piano and I'll just screw around because I, I, I like jazz improvisation stuff like that so I'll just kind of screw around and pick a key and just mess around for 20 minutes half hour and um, a couple days I recorded that and then I used some of those things so that was actually a really good idea what advice would you have for people who are going to try this competition next year? Don't be afraid of taking risks. Because the worst thing you can do when you're composing music is to compose safely. Because then your music sounds safe and it sounds boring. But if you're willing to take risks and play with it a little bit and express dynamic changes or add accents and really like shape your music and create something instead of just making it like a flat melodic line then it's a lot more fun to listen to it's a lot more fun to compose because you can play around with your stuff and it makes an interesting piece i would have to agree with you um i think for the future you should make i I really enjoyed the aspect of you know it's free form no style requirements you know just just go for it and i think that's the best advice is just go for it and it might work out it might not but if you fail that's okay you can try again and 
and if you try enough times, something great will come out. So you're going to be going into genetics, and you're going to be going into mathematics. How, how do you feel that music, maybe even composing, is going to be something you might continue with, or are you going to? Um, I know through college I'm going to be part of the marching band at Eau Claire, and I'm accepted into the music minor program. And so it'll be part of my college experience, but it's also like my way to express myself. Like I, I can't paint or draw to save my life. And so I know a lot of people do that, but I sit down at the piano, I pick up my flute, and I, I play music, and that's how I get me to the world. And so I feel like that's gonna remain forever my way of kind of expressing myself. Yeah, I mean, I I grew up with music, and I've, it's always been an integral part of my life. My dad, he plays tons of instruments. I I play a bunch of instruments now, and I, I probably plan to minor in music as well, if not major. Um, I'm not sure yet, but I definitely want to continue to have music as an integral part of my life because it is expression. It's a way to get yourself out there. It's a way to portray your emotions. I've had some times in my life where I've not necessarily felt the greatest and music has always been something that is very neutral and I can always go back to it and it doesn't judge, it do and music is so diverse and you can, um, and it's just kind of a nice solemn place um, when things aren't going the greatest. Well, yeah, it was really nice to meet you. Yeah. Thanks for yes. chatting. Thank you. Thanks for joining me on this episode of Composer Quest. We just heard from the Young Composers Contest winners, Taylor Eisburner, who composed Cavalia, and James Farrell, who composed Painful Ignorance. The string quartet you heard perform those compositions very beautifully is Charles Krenner, Dee Lee, Jim Wainwright, and Sarah Foster. Thanks to Tim Cheesebrow and Music Works for organizing this Young Composers Contest. You can go to musicworksmn.org to find out more about Tim's organization. Right now I'm on break from the regular schedule of Composer Quest episodes, but Season 2 is starting up in about a month. August 28th will be the premiere, so look forward to that. You can stay in the loop if you go to composerquest.com or facebook.com composerquest or twitter.com composerquest. And you can always email me, charlie at composerquest.com. I'd love to hear how you found out about the podcast and if you have any ideas for future episodes. And as always, an iTunes review would be much appreciated. Tune in next Wednesday for another special episode about music promotion. I'm excited to share some of those valuable insights with you. If you've been following the podcast, you know we had a composition quest recently to compose an aria, and Opera on Tap, who will be performing these arias, picked about a dozen of them, and so they're going to perform those on September 8th at Honey in Minneapolis. It starts at 6.30. So congrats to all of you who finished your arias, and thanks for submitting them. And if you didn't get picked, don't let that dishearten you. We probably just didn't have enough performers or time to fit yours in so i recommend trying to send it to other singers you know and try having them perform the piece we have a couple awesome composer quest quests coming up in the fall 
and I'm really excited to reveal them, but I will keep them a secret for now, so keep tuning in. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you on the internet.